Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Game Art Talk podcast. Walter Kron is my guest today. How Walter? Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. So uh, I think you're, you're you're my first concept artist on the talk. So I'm pretty yeah happy to have you on the show, and I'm really looking forward to talking with you. <laughs> Such so an honor. Give a short give you a short introduction of yourself. Uh, well, you already called my name. So the name is Walter, and I am a mostly firearms concept artist, concept designer, mm -hmm. some would say. Um, I live in the Netherlands with my wife and yeah, I've been doing freelance for not too long now, <laughs> but I'm really loving it. Okay. So since when are you freelancing? Um, well, my first couple of jobs have been mostly illustrating rather than designing, um, but it really it hasn't been longer than a year by now. Um, so it's, it's only okay. until I, or when I, um, started using Instagram that things left and right came in, which was really surprising. because I always thought that, uh, if of all the places art station would be where everything was happening. Thing. But, mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you, are, you have been into, um, like being concept artists or you have been more of an illustrator before, right? Uh, yeah, that was my first big thing uh, for a rifle company, like a real-life rifle company called Blackbird Rifles or Blackbird mm -hmm. Armament because they switched names a bit. Um, but they wanted, you know, a different approach to their marketing. So they hired me to literally draw their guns, but in my style, and then they use that on their website, um, which was fun right. and interesting, but not as fun as designing things myself. Okay, so you had more of a guideline from them to do how, to how things look, right? Uh, what do you mean? So you had more of an of a guideline by them how to things have how the things have to look. Oh, absolutely! They just sent me side few photos of their rifles, and all I had to do was just draw them in in my style. Okay, okay. So, all right, have you been into um? other concept art before like doing um some environment concepts because when i look at your at your um ocd driven art station <laughs> i <laughs> i'm sorry um i see only weapons so yeah. is there anything else no, so, it's literally like a wall of guns stuff. yeah <laughs> it's kind of intentional um but i did <laughs> do a couple of icons for a, a laser tag company uh, also about a year ago okay uh, they're called okay. EvoTag, and they made one of my concepts into uh, a, a plastic laser tagger that people can use their app with and then go outside and, um, you know, play laser tag. Yeah. It's really fun. But I also did some some icons for them, uh, like a, a mat pack and a shield and all that sort of stuff, which was the only things I did outside of guns. Uh, until I accepted a job for Alertus, and they asked me to do a... Um, a cyberpunk melee weapons pack. So that has been a lot of fun. Yeah. This will be on soon. Yeah. I can't wait to show everyone because it's really itching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I don't. So yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Well, um, I have been told that I should fan out a bit and, and start drawing other things. But, you know, comfort zone is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's speak about uh, weapon art in general. So how do you see the whole weapon art community? Um, like ArtStation consists of like 30% just weapon stuff. Um, so 
But how do you honest, see it? Like <laughs> I only follow the the weapons thing on Art Station. I really do not look at any other art because honestly, okay. I'm just not that interested in other things. Like yeah, of course I can appreciate good art, and I love some environments that that people painted and. It's fantastic, and I wish I could do that too, but it's really not my area of expertise. So other than going like, oh, that's cool. I can't do anything with it. <laughs> um, okay. um, if you just follow the, the the weapons channel on ArtStation, 80% of what you see is P90s and Chris Vectors. And that's yeah. pretty much it. Um, so as far as concept art, there isn't really much there. There are a handful of people making some really cool weapons, uh, but it's mm -hmm. mostly just models it's 3d models of existing guns and so you know <laughs> so have you been interested in guns like um always or is it just something you came across in your career no i have always been interested in guns uh, as a little kid i was already really into military and stuff and at one point okay. i will join the military and all that and i did actually mm -hmm. do that uh which is not as fun as, or at least for me, it wasn't as fun as, um, you know, movies and stuff make it seem <laughs> because it's really not the same. Yeah. Uh, but I have yeah. always been interested in guns. And when I played my first couple of first person shooters, I don't know if you've played, I don't know how old you are to begin with. I'm 26. 26. So I'm, have you I'm... played Medal of Honor Frontline? Oh, no, I didn't. Because um... <laughs> that, that's where it started for me on the. What okay, so that... I would almost say GameCube that I played it on. Okay. Really old. <laughs> but that's where, where it started. And then um, my friends in high school were all playing Call of Duty. And I'm like, what's a Call of Duty? And then I got hooked. So that's when it really snowballed. <laughs> okay, then like then, then it all came together and you had to go into the designs of guns. Well, it wasn't until 2009 where I, or when I discovered this little Flash app online called Pimp My Gun. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous, but gun. the essence yeah. of it is uh, someone thought it would be really cool to have a um, kind of a configurator, like a free Flash app online configurator for people to uh, trick out their airsoft guns before they would um, buy the attachments for them. You know, so they would ah. get to see what it looks like uh, before spending money on the actual attachments, like red dot side suppressors, that kind of thing. Um, okay. But the, the limitations of this program, that, the way we used it as the my gun community, as it was called, was far beyond the scope of what the the creator ever felt held possible. And that's when I really, you know, learned what to do, how to design guns, and it looked all quite crappy looking back at it but you know everyone yeah. starts somewhere i guess yeah so how do you see the the whole gun community um in like in general where where will it go um how will the the like the game the game art guns gonna develop in the future not just from a like technical standpoint because more and more polys and more and more texture sets and stuff but also from a design standpoint um do you see like the steampunk, the cyberpunk, any genres coming into it? That's a really interesting question. And, um, you know, nowadays games have three, maybe four, even five year development cycles. So the developers really have to think ahead, like what's going to be the trend. Um, Call of Duty seems to be, 
you know, behind the trend every year. Um, because when Infinite Warfare came out, everyone was already off the futuristic train Future for stuff. two mm. years now. And they're like, here's Infinite Warfare. I was like, oh, we don't want this Again. anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is why they went back to their roots the year after. But where it goes from here, I don't know. Um, sometimes I feel like I've seen it all and we have to really... Um, Reset? Yeah, either reset and go back to the roots or um, go super wild, like completely crazy. Okay. So, yeah, like the the weapon design in Infinite Warfare or Advanced Warfare wasn't bad, and I really liked it, and they looked cool, and but it it didn't change the fact that the yeah that the theme and the topic was not in yeah not what everybody wanted to see like well yes and no uh, infinite warfare is kind of a like in, in my book infinite warfare is the worst call of duty in history and i have okay. actually played all of them but i recently picked up infinite warfare because i completely forgot about it and it was dirt cheap so i was like oh what the hell let's play the campaign and have fun with it um but the game the gun design in this game is it's all over the place half of the guns are extremely cool really well done and then the other half is like it's just a fucked up m4 it's just a messed up chris factor and there's just okay i don't know it's really black and white but it's really clear as to who made the good guns and who didn't so um is this also a problem you see in in modern first person shooter that like the design of stuff is pretty inconsistent no usually the design team seems to be rather uh, on one line or rather on the same frequency. This game just really, it was just really odd. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say could about you it, really. A, could you give a, maybe a, a, an example of a game where this was like really well made and r really well constructed? Uh, one of the games that I've had a lot of fun playing and the gun design was really cool up until the DLCs was uh black ops 2 um mm -hmm. black ops 3 as well yeah same goes for me like, I i'm love the game. big fan of the black ops series and call of duty sure isn't always the most amazing game uh definitely hasn't yeah. been probably never will because <laughs> there's just so much going on uh but the gun design and black ops 2 and 3 was on point and i thoroughly enjoyed practically all of the weapons yeah they were well balanced as well like you could have fun with every weapon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so can you give me another example where um like the opposite where the thing that that it was so inconsistent, like we had we had talk about Call of Duty, but maybe a, another one? I've got to be honest with you. Um I don't get to play a lot of games nowadays. Okay. Uh um, more working yeah because i have my day job um which is 35 hours a week and aside from that uh, i have a household i have a dog i have a wife and it's just it's a lot and then i also try to do freelance of course <laughs> so i really yeah. don't have time to play games like my, my playstation network expired two years ago now i haven't renewed it since <laughs> why would i um but you yeah. know i i really only played call of duty growing up and I can't say I have much experience with other games. Of course, I look at the art and all that, but haven't even played 
uh, cyberpunk <laughs> how about that okay yeah, yeah maybe you should wait when you play it on playstation so yeah uh, perhaps uh so yeah let's speak about your craft um when doing a weapon design how do you start things how do you approach it so what is your what is your min your general working steps on it that really changed throughout uh let's say the last year um i used to be a really perfectionist person about my art and i would start with a line drawing and really draw out every single detail of the gun and then i'm like okay when i'm really satisfied that's when i would start rendering it um but i learned that this is really not the best way to you know quickly throw ideas out there and then select which ideas of um yeah i did an art test for wardog um had a conversation with the ceo and the art lead there um yeah. and she really helped me see things different and try different things and so for the past months i've been trying to uh, to really improve on that so i would often now oftentimes start with uh, silhouettes thumbnails that kind of thing instead of um instead of just start drawing and iterate as i go and then you know have one final thing it's just one project that goes all the way it's really not efficient and time consuming may i add okay so uh, you would just get a good base to work on and not just jump right into the details yeah exactly uh and nowadays yeah. i just you know do what this as far as i know industry standard where um you know you make a handful of thumbnails and a handful of ideas that you just toss in real quick and dirty and then select what is good and continue from there yeah the same applies for being a 3d artist so um always have a good block out and um yeah because when starting right with the details you're gonna get so trapped and yeah so oh. the same applies for a concept art i see yeah yeah absolutely i i did try some 3d about two or three years ago um took me an awful lot of time simply because I didn't know um, how to use the program. But aside from that, I really made that exact mistake that I just tried to make everything detailed from the very beginning and then you just run into problems. And it's so time consuming. The, the end result of that took me six months to complete. So <laughs> I'm, yeah. not, I'm not really touching yeah. 3D again. So it's always some back and forth and you could save so much time when having a really good base and to work from that instead of just jumping right into the action and yeah. Exactly, 100%. So as a 3D artist, what do you look for in concept art uh, when you want mm. to model it? I think the the most important thing is having a good layout. So like a really perfect orthographic side view that makes sense like from top to side to to left and also what is like a super bonus is a good um perspective view um yeah and other than that i think a good concept makes up a good 3d model all right and so what tips would you give a concept artist if you want them to make your job as a 3d artist easier um try to separate stuff and try to give a good um color and trim like how 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 is the how is the weapon coming together 
and where or to to kind of separate the parts a bit better which is giving um the 3d artist a really huge yeah help to because when having a good layout and having a good separation between the different parts you always get a good feeling how the weapon is gonna be crafted and coming together and this helps so much yeah okay so, so how you, is it you how don't is it see a breakdown works? yeah and always a breakdown this is also pretty pretty good oh interesting all right so how is it for you to work with a 3d artist what is some some problems that coming across your way um well honestly i do not have that much experience yet in the gaming industry um mm -hmm. Most of the models of my guns that you see on ArtStation or elsewhere online are just people that took one of my concepts from my portfolio and started modeling them. And the only interaction that I have with them is, you know, when I see it on ArtStation and I comment on it. <laughs> so there's not really a back and forth there. Um, but I, what I always think is that I, I see those, uh, I see those models, and there are some mistakes made left and right. Uh, the biggest mistakes are um, proportions, like people making the weapon too thick or too thin. And sure, I can be blamed because I don't often provide a top view or anything. Um, but what is posted on ArtStation is mostly personal work. So, uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But these people never seem to ask me, like, hey, is this what it's supposed to be? Or do you think I should um, add anything or improve anything? They always just model it and upload it and then i'm like man this could have been so much better yeah just having some some short questions and some feedback from your side and um yeah because like proportions when it comes to weapons as i made the the um experience are super important absolutely yeah uh, this is always what comes to your to your eyes when you see a weapon there is something wrong with it you can't really tell what it is but yeah, you sometimes, um, yeah, you get the feeling pretty quick. Yeah, when, absolutely. When yeah. The, the human eye and the human mind is literally made to pick up imperfections and things that are just off, and you just see that instantly. And yeah. you know, sometimes I wonder, like, do these people not see them? Do they not look at their reference, or do they not, you know? Sometimes, especially when modeling, and I, like I said, I don't have much modeling experience, but what I noticed is that sometimes you got to zoom out and really look at the big picture. Because if you're just modeling that one small part, it can be entirely disproportionate without you knowing it. Yeah. And especially, um, I think always looking at the thumbnail of your weapon is not that bad as well. Exactly, yeah. Because it gives this kind of proportion, even if it's just too deep, but you get the, the overall feeling for the, for the, for the weapon. Yeah. For the outlines. Yeah, so my, my biggest tip in that regard would be just ask. Literally just ask because it doesn't take much to send a message and ask, hey, how is this supposed to be? Yeah, yeah. So as you have given us or have been giving us uh, a quick overview like two weeks ago on shotguns, would you say that it's um, also a lack of knowledge of the weapon artists in when it comes to terms of... Um, how how a gun works yes yeah yeah absolutely i mean this is the whole reason why i um uh, uh why i did the shotgun crash course is to 
give people a better understanding of how things work because you know guns like all other things are just functional things that work a certain way and are built a certain way and every part is or looks a certain way because of you know real world reasons um and so to understand this is to make a better better model you know if you understand how something works then you can see the reasoning behind it and even if the concept then isn't entirely telling you how it is you know with a bit of knowledge you can you know think of a way to uh, how it's supposed to be and how it's supposed to work okay so um what would what would be the best way to do that like take a look at how how weapons work how to how the weapon is disassembled how how the mechanisms work right absolutely it's it's plain and simple research uh, as a concept artist you have to do your research and for a 3d artist this is no different you know the, the yeah. melee weapons pack that i'm doing right now for Lertis, i had no idea before what, what an axe is supposed mm -hmm. to look like um mm -hmm. what the you know you know all the different technicalities of a sword like why are they the way they are uh, why is this bit pointy why is this bit long like all of those simple questions can be answered by a little bit of research. So if I have to do the research to design something, then I think it's um, safe to require the same from a 3D artist. Just know what yeah. you're modeling. Yeah. Have have um, yeah. There, there's the the term like more is better in Germany. Um, this the same goes for con for concept references or for references. Just download your pure program and just throw everything you can find in there and start modeling absolutely holding your references next to whatever it is you're doing is always good yeah um, but because it's super hard to model from from your mind absolutely yeah i have reached a point where i can just draw things from my mind because i've been drawing guns for so long now um that that is not an issue for me but modeling something is is entirely a different process so doing that from your mind, I would imagine, is the hardest thing there is. Yeah, yeah. So um, how long are you freelancer now? Two years? Uh, yeah, something like that. Okay, so what is um, what are your future plans? So um, you said you have a, like a day-to-day -day job, and uh, are you planning to become full-time freelancer um, with being a weapons concept artist? Let's hope so. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, current, mm -hmm. well, I used to be in the military for five years. And after that, I uh, started working for where I work now, which is one of the, the biggest banks in the Netherlands. And I work there as a client advisor. So I do telephone support and I advise people on you know all kind of daily banking stuff. Um, but I work 35 hours a week. And this is oftentimes hard to combine with... Um, you know, with freelance. So I've already requested to work fewer hours. Hopefully from the new year, I can work 24 hours a week. So I have a whole day or maybe even two days uh, a week that I can just focus on drawing. Yeah. But I really yeah. do hope to, to go full on drawing at one point because it really is my passion. So what are your future plans for yourself? Are you gonna, um, when it comes to the art side, are you gonna dig into some other fields of, of concepts or you wanna stay strictly to weapons or to melee weapons in this case? Uh, well, I do want to branch out to weapons in general. Um, it's not like I would want to go into vehicles because vehicles is an entirely different thing. 
um, weapons as itself is is broad enough already. There's just so many different mm -hmm. weapons. It doesn't end at at um, um, at firearms and melee weapons because there's also um, there's there's mines there's everything <laughs> it's like the list yeah. is on and on yeah, really lots of stuff, lots yeah. of stuff. um so uh, if i would yeah. branch out to to all sorts of weapons instead of just firearms then i think that that is insanely much process or progress uh, compared to what i've been doing for the last 10 years yeah so let's speak about your your workflow what software are you using especially when when uh, doing your uh, 3d stuff like your perspective drawing i um i work solely on the ipad actually <laughs> okay you're having an ipad pro or something yeah yeah the the biggest one there is it's a 12.9 inch ipad pro uh, i have the 2018 model uh, because the 2020 model only has like a better camera or whatever and it's not worth the money um but yeah i use it with the apple pencil and it's absolutely fantastic i've been try i've i tried photoshop with a like a wacom drawing tablet or whatever it's called and it was really not my thing and the second that i tried drawing on the ipad it felt so smooth and satisfying and it was just like i was like that's it um so for my drawing i use the app called procreate um it's it's fantastic it really is it's just really not standard in the industry. So usually when I tell people like I only use an iPad, they're like, mm -hmm. uh, what now? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. the same goes for modeling, actually. I use an app called Shaper 3D. Um, okay. And you can do pretty cool stuff with it. I've, I've heard it's, uh, it's kind of like Fusion, where it's a Boolean-based uh, 3D software. Um, I don't okay, do so much with 3D, but I usually only do it when I need some perspective things. I just quickly make a block card and then hop back into Procreate. Ah, okay. So you make kind of a block out of your of your weapon in 3D, and then you paint over it in Procreate. Exactly. Ah, okay, because that's this is what I always ask me: How do people create so quickly that that kind of quality of details when when having just a like a, a a concept a 2d concept and then they like two hours later they have like a perfectly looking perspective drawing <laughs> yeah well uh, actually some people can do that with perspective drawing there are people who, who are just really good at that but i cannot do perspective drawings so it's just very very convenient for me to just open some 3d software and do a couple of things and then go from there then I really don't have to worry about perspective and is it all right and is it all, you know. Okay. So is there, a, um, are there some mistakes that beginners make when, when starting out be becoming a um, yeah firearms concept artist? Maybe when you see it on, on ArtStation where you say like, oh, okay, this is like some, some general mistake that the beginners make. Oh, absolutely. The The biggest mistake is um, having no knowledge at all. Because if you okay. don't know what a firearm is, how it works, and what it's supposed to look like, then how can you actually draw one? Um, so that that's really the biggest thing. Um, so that then translates into, um, you know, problems with, with proportions. Uh, 
you know, trigger guards that are really, really small that you can't even put your finger in it. Uh, pistol grips that have, you know, no space to put your thumb around and uh, magazines in the wrong places, all those kind of things. Mm -hmm. So those are the, the biggest mistakes that I see. And just informing yourself could fix all of them. Yeah. So as being a weapon, a functional thing, would you say that like the design follows the function? Yes, to an extent. Um, because okay. after all, we're making um, video game assets. We're not making real life firearms. Yeah. Um, so realism is there to to guide you, but it shouldn't hinder you. <laughs> and I say that, um, you know, sounding really wise and stuff, but I am very much struggling with this. Um, I have a hard time to, you know, think of new things and invent new shapes and all that. So I'm re working really hard to get that out of there. Um, and sometimes just try to put the realism aside go for something crazy, for something weird and wonky and funky and odd. Oh, it's a struggle. <laughs> okay, so what do you do to, to kind of get out of this struggle? How do you come on new shapes? Um, well, I use a new brush or um, I go into just drawing silhouettes. That always kind of helps. Um, I look at objects all around me. Things like cars inspire me a lot. You don't really see that in, in my art, but they really do inspire me a lot. Um, but yeah. So like what, for example, when I, when it comes to a car, what is what, what shape or what, what forms are, are inspiring you? Oh, it's really everything. Sometimes I'm just standing behind a really old car and I'm like, look at that bumper. <laughs> and sometimes it's the really <laughs> new cars like uh, Toyota CHR. Where I'm like, man, those are some really awesome curves and angles and all that. Um, I haven't figured out yet how to translate that into my guns, but I'm I'm certainly trying. <laughs> yeah. But as you can hear, it's the the issue that I see the most with um not the issue. The mistake I see people make the most in firearms design is not using any knowledge. And my drawback is that I use my knowledge too much to the extent where I have to troubles to break away from it. So that's really my downfall. Is that uh, I've heard from a handful of people by now that um, most of my designs look either the same or alike or stuff like that. And they still say like it's they all look cool and all that and it's nice, but you know it's not a not a nice thing to hear when your guns all look the same. So I'm really trying yeah. to break away from that. So the your main problem is that you know too much too too much about the weapons that you're going to create and then um yeah you always kind of get into a loop where you have yeah you have the same functioning of a weapon and this kind of maybe comes to your design as well right absolutely okay so is there anything you want to add to to the to the conversation um yeah i have another question for you like what's something that you would wish that concept artists wouldn't do this is a pretty good question. Um, I wouldn't say that the concept artist is doing something wrong um, because they are putting stuff out there. It's their design and this is how they envisioned the, the, the gun. Um, but what I see sometimes is that the 3D artists are 
they they just follow one concept and they want to nail it to yeah they want to just make the concept come alive but this is really really hard you need to search for references you need to understand how the weapon is working you can't really get everything out of one shot or one concept um the other thing i sometimes see is that the yeah that the concepts are just full of full of details and fully loaded with with uh with stuff and how they i want to translate the yeah it's sometimes a bit a, a bit misleading i would say yeah that's really interesting because you you wouldn't actually you wouldn't say that when you would think about um you know the question i just asked like too much detail in it i mean i can understand that when the concept you're having is a a really bad photo bashed type thing where you really don't know what it is that you're actually looking at like you, you can't decipher the volumes that you're seeing i would get that um, but too much detail in concepts interesting so i would say that like it's not a bad thing that the concept artists do just in general i think it's more of a problem that the 3d artist have has when it when he tries to follow the concept too hard so it's not a it's not a big it's not a big problem that the concept artists create. It's just a thing that the 3D artist is sometimes following. It's also maybe a lack of reference and a lot of a lack of experience. So oh, yeah. God. Yeah, because I oftentimes see two um, issues actually. Uh, one is that the concept is is lacking, and the 3D artist, like you said, just follows the concept and leaves yeah. it at that, but then completely meant, disregards yeah. uh, any any things like ergonomics like yeah you've got yeah. the concept but no person would like to hold this thing <laughs> exactly exactly this is what i meant yeah yeah or it's the other way around where uh, the 3d artist would just add so abysmally many um details left and right everywhere uh, there was a word for it that i heard today um can't really remember it but there was a word for adding so many details that just don't have any function that are just there to add interest and sometimes that's done it's well just too much. sometimes yeah. it's really yeah. too much and just like why is this even there yeah but i i do <laughs> recognize that as an issue that the gaming industry has as a whole because it's always everything has to be more wild and more interesting and more details than the previous game or than the comp competition game yeah so i understand why it is but just bugs me <laughs> yeah so this is um yeah as i said not not a not a problem that the that the concept artists create it's just more of a approach how the 3d artist is seeing the concept yeah yeah and i think the one simple solution to it all would just be to communicate with each other especially yeah yeah exactly yeah that's all <laughs> yeah just talk people <laughs> exactly so i'm yeah i'm looking forward to the melee weapon pack and um i think it's gonna be huge and it's gonna be looking pretty cool i hope so um okay said that they're gonna uh, start modeling them very soon um yeah this month i believe so and after it's all finished then it will be posted i really can't wait for to see all of that <laughs> and see them come to life yeah yeah, this must be a, a really cool feeling, right? When you have a concept and you see it, like, 
especially that executed as you have meant it to be? Yeah, if that happens, because the, the flip side of that <laughs> is that sometimes I make a really, really yeah. awesome concept. And I think to myself, man, this would look so cool in either real life or 3D. And then they hire a 3D artist and it's like, you did what to my concept? <laughs> but I, I recognize that I do have to learn to let go. And, and you know, yeah. that's what it is. It's after all, you did just, your job. it's you did. my job. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's not yeah. my, I'm not the art lead. So who am I to say anything yeah. about that? <laughs> and a good, a good artist sees when like the, the concept is not the problem. It's more the 3D artist that didn't execute the concept well. Yeah, although it's not my place to say anything about that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Wota, thanks for yeah. being my guest today. It was my it pleasure. Was pretty, pretty nice talking with you. Um, I will put your uh, art station and all other information in your in, in the info box, and you should check him out. You should like, guys, you should check out his portfolio because you have never seen anything like this. And yeah. Thank you for the kind words. <laughs> it was positive. So like, it's pretty cool. All right. Thank you so much. And take care and have a nice Christmas. And bye-bye. You too. Bye.